management fee, and I've got six guys for you to help you get a piece of that big prize pool. Who am I rostering on Yahoo? Belly up to the Fantasy Bar and find out. Welcome in, guys, again. Football is back, and so happy to be back here in the Fantasy Bar. Another season for us, and a little quick housekeeping note. We will do one Yahoo video per week and one video with both FanDuel and DraftKings in it. So you get two times the fantasy goodness here in the Fantasy Bar every single week. So stay tuned for that FanDuel DraftKings video later on this weekend or early next week. But wanted to put the spotlight on Yahoo here and why a $1 million tournament. And people always say, Pierre, we got to have some level playing fields. Well, we have that over on Yahoo. 10 max entry here. Beer, we need a fair level prize payout. We have that here in this tournament. A easy buy-in of $25 can fit a lot of bankrolls. And no management fee, no rake. Every single dollar that's put in this tournament is going back to the players, 25% of the field will be paid out. And no subscriptions, none of that. Just money in and money back in your pocket. So a great tournament over there on Yahoo. Make sure we get over there and support them. Now, I'm here to support you guys and give you some plays for that game. But stay tuned in the video here. We're going to have a little giveaway. We're going to have a prize. Somebody's going to win either some swag or maybe a little free subscription. So got to pay attention to the picks and keep an eye on things later on in the video for that giveaway. Now, let's lead it off here at the quarterback position with Lamar Jackson, $26. So way too cheap here. You know, a Miami team that's really struggled against quarterbacks over the last few seasons. We'll get to that in a second. But Lamar Jackson just gives you such a safe floor, 16 or more Yahoo points in every single game that he's ever started, including that playoff game against the Chargers, which was ugly to begin with, but got it going there late. Anyway, gives you the floor. I think the upside will be there as well. We know he can run the ball. I think you're going to see a dramatic step in this guy's passing game here in year two in this system. And again, Miami about the best matchup we could ask for. We're bottom 10 against both the run and the pass. Did not make any significant upgrades to that defense. So Baltimore should control this game from start to finish. A big reason why Lamar Jackson way too cheap in my opinion here a great buy low at $26 all right let's go to the tight end position next here we're gonna go a little bit off the radar here with Austin Hooper $13 so Hooper's a guy I'm really looking forward to this season I think he's another breakout candidate for us started to see some signs last season but really a monster in the red zone seventh among all tight ends in red zone targets last season those 13 targets were second on the Atlanta Falcons we know they don't like to throw to Julio Jones when they get close, they like to throw to Austin Hooper, though. In Minnesota, great defense. You're probably thinking, why the hell are we targeting the Vikings here? Well, yes, the Vikings do have a very good defense, but against tight ends, not so much 30th in DVOA last season against the tight end position. I think you can see some scoring in this game. I think Austin Hooper going to find the end zone here. We're going to call our shot. Love this price, and I don't expect any ownership on him this week. At just $13. All right, let's stay in that same range price rise. Wide receiver, D.D. Westbrook, just $15. So huge total in this game. 52-point total. Second highest total on the board behind New Orleans and Houston. Vegas obviously expecting a shootout with Kansas City in this game. But let's not...
what's going on, Rudder Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical on me. It's actually 503 in the East Coast, 203 in the West Coast, 403 Tennessee time. But of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called It's Called Grinders Live. Uh, it is sponsored by Yahoo today. Joining me today is one Stevie TPFL. Stevie, how's uh how's it? I'd be good until about eleven o'clock. <laughs> eleven o'clock tonight. Um we get the storm, so you know, oh. just Patiently waiting and hoping that it keeps moving out towards the ocean and we, we don't get it too bad, but we're going to have some pretty heavy winds tonight. Yeah, it's a uh, stay safe there on the uh, on the East Coast. I've not been following it as close as I probably should, but I did get message from home. Uh, I got family in South Florida and they're, they're good. Uh, my brother, I used to live in Charleston. He's in Charleston, so hopefully they kind of dodge to some extent. And everybody else, everybody stay safe. Uh, you as well, Stevie. And I, I don't know, but back in the day, like uh, we used to have like hurricane parties. Let's <laughs> like not take it too seriously when I was in college, but you know, I guess we got to take this pretty seriously, right? Like, I don't know what the how close is it hovering around you? I guess all the projection models are suggesting it's gonna it's gonna dodge you to some degree. Yeah, like we were we were joking about it the first time we saw it because it was like a category one, and then it got into well, it's category four and five, and it's going right up the coast, and now it's like a category two, and it's off to the you know wet or east, and now it's just like all right, yeah, we have enough beer in the fridge. Yeah. Um, if they can just get like a drop, like a giant glacier on it, I think that'll, well, that's a whole, that's a whole other story, I suppose. I don't, did you see that guy talking? Sound about like, it? You sound like that Florida guy. <laughs> that's what I was, that was a little reference to that guy for sure. And uh, all right. Who knows? Maybe that, I don't know. I'm not, it's, I'm not a scientist. I have no idea, but uh, stay safe, everybody. Hopefully it dodges there, you know, Everyone, uh, and it, the least amount of damage possible goes down. We're going to be talking baseball, of course, in just a second. 12-game slate. It's a good one. We both like it. Uh, some people like the DFS. Some people like their peanut butter. Peanut butter is great. This slate tonight. Stevie, this slate is pretty great, is it not? Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite baseball slates we've had in a, in a few weeks, at least, for sure. Um, we got some mid-tier pitching. We got some top-tier pitching. We have some punt pitchers. We have like eight offenses worth stacking. Like it's definitely one of those ones um, that I'm excited for. Like I'm actually playing like 10 teams tonight. That means I'm excited, right? I'm playing uh, on four different sites. So I'm going to be scrambling for sure uh, after the show. Sounds like an awful idea. It does. It's going to be a disaster. It's not, this is a bad plan. (laughs) I was feeling ambitious and I was like, oh, Yahoo sponsoring this show tonight. I'm going to play some Yahoo. And like, normally I don't really get there. Of course they have their no, uh, no management fee contest out there. I know, uh, the $3 one was not full just yet before the, prior to the show. And obviously, you should max out. If you're playing NFL this weekend, you should absolutely uh, max out. Was it 10 entries? Uh, as far, they have a couple. Uh, is it $3 and $20 or $10? You know what I'm talking about as far as your NFL this weekend? No, because okay. I can't play on Yahoo. Oh, that's right. You're in Florida. For whatever reason, that's not a thing. But uh, And I should have. I would program. love to play on Yahoo. Yeah. I love the contests. They're awesome. They would get my money for sure. You should play, uh, if you're playing NFL this weekend, you should play on Yahoo and Fantasy Draft before you're playing anywhere else. That's just sort of my thought process. But uh, uh, do you want to mention, oh, let me ask you about this as far as September call-ups. Like, uh, how are you handling that, if at all? Like, how are you adjusting it? Uh, my, my thought process is that, you know, you're probably going to see less catchers pitching in the eighth inning when you're down like 12 or so or something like that just because you have enough arms in the pen. Depending on how many guys you know that the team calls up, I think I saw Washington like 34 players or so as far as expanding the rosters. Some teams probably only have like 26, 27, 28, only had a few guys. Uh, maybe pinch hit risk is heightened to some degree as well too. And then also, of course, we're all, also going to see some wonky names uh, like we see on tonight's slate. There's a first that Randy 
Dobnak is a person. I think he's actually been pitching out of the pen to some extent too. So he's existed for a while in the matrix to some degree. Uh, what's your thought as far as September baseball and how to adjust that DFS, if at all? Um, teams that are out of it, they're going to get their young guys, you know, playing time, you know, especially the prospect type players. We see it every year. Um, I think pinch hit risk goes down on those types of teams. They want to see what they have in those guys. Um, it's like an extended spring training towards the end of the year. Uh, for a lot of those AAA, you know, even some AA guys get called up. So teams that are out of it, I think this is the time that you really got to be paying attention to the standings. The teams that are in it, like we could see those guys, you know, play 25, 30 people a night. Like it's very interesting. So probably not that many. Um, but like, you know, the Dodgers, for instance, you know, we know the pinch hit risk is real. They extended their bench, you know, so you're certainly worried about something like that. But I don't want to look into it too much. Um, but I think the bullpens get stronger, like, uh, you know, especially teams that are in the hunt, they, they take these high end triple a prospects starters and they have them for one or two innings in the bullpen. So the bullpens get stronger on some of these teams. So, you know, I, I think it's fun. Um, I, I do think that, you know, you got to pay attention to a couple different things, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of prospects, well, the Dodgers called up Gavin Lux. We saw him come up over the weekend, and I presume he's going to crack the lineup once again. And he's cheap in some spots. He's still uh, still minimum on Fandle for what it's worth. I think he's still 2K over there. So, uh, obviously, really solid play. Speaking of teams that are out of it, Stevie, uh, your Red Sox, man. Dude, 4% chance to make the playoffs. What a disaster. Yeah, disaster is a good word. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did not anticipate that. Uh, yeah, Happens. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess pitching has been terrible. Their bullpen's been terrible. They didn't go out and get like a high-end closer, and it's hurt them all year. Like you know, you spend all this money. Like the Red Sox spend a ton of money to bring in a ton of different people, and they're they're paying all these bats and all the thing. But at the end of the day, you got to have a guy to close out games, and they've been terrible at the bullpen this year. All right. I'm being reminded in the chat. We got to round, round the people out there uh, of the Rotor Grinders badge program. If you guys are rocking the RG badge, you got to give me some incentive to do so. Uh, if you finish in the top 10, you don't have to bank it. No banking necessary. Just finish in the board. Uh, top 10 around the, around the industry in certain contests. Devin's going to go ahead and drop the link in chat for you guys. Our fabulous multitasking producer. Not just going to drop it in the RG chat, but he's going to drop it in the, uh, the yeah, uh, YouTube chat as well. Hey, YouTube. What's up, YouTube? Feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. And not just, uh, you know, we have to incentivize them with giving one, one month free premium. Good time to get it, too, because uh, football right around the corner. This is football week, NFL week. Lots of people get getting about that. And NFL content is already up here uh, on RG. And, of course, there's going to be shows uh, throughout the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, and Sunday as well. I think two shows Sunday morning. There's premium shows on Sunday morning as well. So uh, just stay locked in on RG on both the YouTube and on Rotor Renters as well. Get yourself some premium or win yourself by, uh, some premium by getting – uh, a top 10 finish we're giving the shout outs stevie uh, as far as for those that recently signed up and of course all these names none of them make any sense well some do uh pat's dynasty 84 thank you for rocking the rg badge we got rr shitek architect thank you uh murdog 72 hembazaza who maybe the old hembazaza that used to you know do some soccer content if that is him what's up hembazaza uh bushwood cc uh smelloy smelloy Smoloy? We're going with Smoloy. Philosopher? Uh, oh, that's a pun, isn't it? Is that a, or is that a, is that a play on philosopher? I think that's what's going on there, Stevie. Help me out. Philosopher? Yeah? Sounds good. Sure. Uh, Esca- this tells you how much I paid attention to the promo email. You did not see this email, clearly. <laughs> I saw it. 
I deleted it. <laughs> yeah. Esco 2311, uh, Jegginger 127. Uh, and this one is uh, Asacrafo, A S A C R A W F O 33. Asacrafo? I don't know. Judges? Sure. Close enough. Thanks for rocking the RG badge. All right. Enough shenanigans, Stevie. Let's dig in. Let's talk about the slate tonight. Uh, three, four studs, depending on how you're breaking it down, uh, depending on how you're classifying the word studs. We got Clevenger, we got Scherzer, we got your boy DeGrom, and Flaherty, I guess he's a stud. He's pitching like a stud, but amongst this group, uh, I know you like somebody in the next year, and we'll talk about it. We actually agree pretty strongly, and that, that, that's one of the reasons why I'm excited about this slate. We get to play, shocker, uh, spoiler alert, we get to pick on the Marlins. Uh, but Clevenger, Scherzer, DeGrom, and Flaherty, I think Clevenger is like, I don't know if I want to say clear cut, but I th- I'm going to say clear cut amongst this group if money wasn't a thing. Confirm or deny? Um, money is a thing. So DeGrom's my number one guy today. So I like DeGrom and Clevenger just about the same. You're playing on Yahoo. I think you X Max Scherzer. He's the most expensive pitcher on the slate. I don't think he's 100% yet. Um, they don't need him to go out and, and throw 115 pitches right now. So they're 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 sitting okay in the playoff wild card i don't think they're going to catch the braves they need scherzer 100 percent for the playoffs so easing him back is more of what the plan seems to be um so i don't think we see scherzer go out and throw 110 pitches anytime soon so with him being the highest priced pitcher on the slate coming in around 17 percent owned uh, projected ownership for scherzer if i'm playing on yahoo he's the first guy x out today clevenger discount the grama discount to clevenger those are the top two guys for me. I know DeGrom has a, a, a tougher matchup here against Washington, but the talent alone, I think, what, 55 in his last 57 games, he's allowed three or fewer runs. You know, it, it's just DeGrom is just that good. So um, De, DeGrom and then Clevenger against the White Sox, strikeout heavy White Sox. They, they've they shifted in a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Clevenger is in a great spot. So Clevenger has the highest K prop. You know, he seems to set up as the top guy. Um it's definitely a great spot to play, pay up for either one of those guys, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not going to disagree. I, I mean, I have Clevenger over DeGrom, but, like, I'm not going to sit there and besmirch DeGrom. He's great as well. Uh, and what it is is, is Clevenger's got this matchup here. And obviously he's got the biggest K rate in the slate, too. We're, uh, we're looking at, what, uh, 36.2% as far as the K rate. He's facing a team that doesn't walk outside of, you know, in, in a small sample size. Oh, Polka's back in our lives. Do you realize Polka's playing baseball this evening? He did. Yeah, they got called back up. Yep. Uh, Mo got called back up. There's a bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, and Polka strikes out a lot, by the way. So he's going to fit right in with Chicago. He's a bit of a bopper. There is some power there when he actually gets a hold of it. But collectively, Stevie, we're talking about, what, 25, 25.3% as far as striking out. Polka at 36%. Collins at 39%. Those are small samples for what it's worth. But, uh, you know, you got Moncada, pretty solid stick, but 28% as far as striking out, 29 for McCann. Uh, lots of Ks there. Uh, you got some win equity uh, as far as the total in this, uh, you know, the total in the line. Cleveland's a minus three ten favorite. You have uh, the other side. Degrom's got to face Scherzer. I know it's not exactly Scherzer. He probably isn't going to go as deep uh, as he normally would. And like you suggested, uh, I was firing up the projection models as far as you know chances of making the playoffs. And the Nationals have a ninety six percent chance of making the playoffs. What's their incentive to put Scherzer right now? Like they have to be thinking long term. They have to be thinking a month from now. So, like, he's probably going to throw, like, he did, what, 80, 90 pitches last time. I don't think he made it in the fifth. And the matchup isn't great either. Like, I suppose you can get a pinch of Scherzer in tournaments and you can kind of thread the needle and go six in, like, 90 pitches and strike out 10. Like, that's possible. Uh, but that seems a little bit ambitious. Uh, I, I, you're making 10 lineups. You're just not playing them, it sounds like. 
Zero Scherzer for me. Um, if he goes out and has a good game, I'm not going to be shocked by any means. Like, you know, he can still have good games. And the, one of the other reasons that, like, I like DeGrom more than I like Clevenger is just ownership. Like, we're, we're looking at almost three times the ownership for Clevenger over DeGrom today. And it, it's not like this lineup really scares me. You know, you, you have a Struble batting second. Um, you know, Kurt Suzuki's been fine. He doesn't strike out. Para, Robles, like, the bottom of the order is weak. Adam strikes out at a high clip. Those are the types of guys that you like. Um, it's not like the Washington lineup is scary. Well, I mean, you know, Turner's legit. Rendon's legit. So Soto as well. Who are they missing at the top? It feels like somebody's missing this lineup. That uh, I'm just kind of staring at it. Who's not playing baseball for Washington? Normally does. Eaton. Eaton's not in the lineup. That's who it is. I'm like, okay. Uh, Parra is a huge downgrade. Yeah. Um, you know, Parra kind of stinks basically. And, if that is interesting as far as the ownership percent. And let, let me go ahead and see what we have as far as – you have it in front of you? you you've got it the most uh, accurate, but the most recent? I, I have the Yahoo one up in front of me. Um, Yahoo, we have Clevenger at 38% and DeGrom at 12 Yeah, I'm on board with that argument. Uh, I have no issues with that in tournaments. And I, I now I have BK in front of me as well. And we got Clevenger at 32%. We have DeGrom at 12% as well. And, look, uh, this gets more and more accurate the closer and closer we get the lock. Maybe that will change to some degree. And, Scherzer at 16% seems a little bit ambitious. I feel like some of that uh, Scherzer ownership is going to shuffle to DeGrom. Would you not agree with that? I'll take the under at 16 for uh, for Scherzer. I don't know. People love to play Scherzer. It's tough. Um, I think he ends up over 10%. Maybe 16 is a little high, but um, yeah, I think he ends up over 10%. But, you know, it, it's certainly one of those debates. I'm still going to play Clevenger, but I'm, I know I'm going to have more DeGrom than I'm going to have Clevenger today. So what about Flaherty? Flaherty's been like great for a while now. Like I since his numbers since the all-star break, he's a horse as well too. Like he's going to go like five or six, possibly seven facing a San Francisco team. It's not, you know, not especially good. Uh, I, you know, he's, he's meaningfully cheaper. I suppose you can ex- get an extra bat or two if you step down the Flaherty. And I think there's even an argument for making a, for going double barrel today, uh, you know, double barrel, barrel as far as the arms, there's enough cheap guys to make that work uh, as a route to go. Uh, what's your take as far as good old Jack Flaherty? Well, there's two arguments, right? There's the argument that they're in the playoff hunt, and if he's pitching well, they're going to let him throw. Um, and then the argument is this is the highest price we've paid for Flaherty all season. So there's two arguments to this thing. I, I don't think he's a bad play by any means. Um, probably not going to end up too much Flaherty on DraftKings. Um, again, I don't play on Yahoo. I would much rather play DeGrom or pay up for Clevenger than Flaherty today. And if I'm in a double barrel, like – it's not going to be Clevenger Flaherty. It's going to be Clevenger to Grom for me. So there's so many bats on this slate. I have a hard time seeing like a double barrel top end, you know, win today unless like a Detroit Tigers go off or something. It's one of those things where it depends on your shopping, by the way. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw or took a peek at like, you know, bets is cheap on DK. He's really cheap on fantasy draft. Same deal with Trout. Like they have like ridiculous prices over there. Uh, you can make this stuff work, and depending on how lineups crack and if, what, what sort of cheapies fall to us. Did Toro make the lineup for Houston? I didn't get a chance to check out their lineup. Is he in there? I didn't look yet. Yeah, like he's one of those cheapies I was looking at. The, yeah, like he's super cheap, uh, 2.8K, uh, you, you know, on DK. He's six. On, on Yahoo, we'll talk about, uh, you know, back for the Cubbies today is um, Contreras is stone minimum at seven bucks. You know, that's a really solid play over there, too. Which, you know, we'll kind of break all this down. we we'll talk about the hitters in a second. But as far as Flaherty being like this is the most expensive he's been all year, you, could, you can't say it's not justified. It's, it's, it's earned. 
It's dessert. Oh yeah, no, I don't disagree with it. Like I just he he's the same price as Jacob Degrom, pretty much. They're they're almost they're not identical, but they're so close in price that Degrom is more talented than Flaherty, and I'm gonna play Degrom over Flaherty ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, uh, and as far as Yahoo specifically, by the way, uh, Degrom is forty nine dollars, uh, and Flaherty is fifty. Flaherty is more expensive there. So. Yeah, uh, I would play DeGrom over, over Flaherty if, like, you know, salary wasn't a thing. We're talking about raw points, despite the fact I like Flaherty, too. Uh, let's step down as far as uh, mid-tier SB2 guys, and I believe we're in agreement as far as our favorite option here. I guess I'm skipping Granky. Like, do you want to say anything about Granky? Revenge game? Just no upside. Like, Granky's probably going to go out and put up 20. It's probably just not enough at his price. Like, if he was a little cheaper, I think you can make an argument for Granky today. It's just with his price point, there's just not a lot of upside. So, like, on Yahoo, you're probably going up to a DeGrom, Flaherty, or Clevenger and, or going down to a Mitch Keller or Michael fulton And, you know, we're going to talk about Mitch Keller here, a, a kid that has shown a lot of promise and he's been, you know, showing good stuff and he's facing the Marlins. So, you know, that that's your mid-tier, you know, top-end play of the day. And um, expect him to be really popular on the slate. Yeah, so I'm curious how people are going to handle that because if you look at his game log, you look at his ERA, it's bad. Or it's he's had some really bad moments, we can say. And as far as, you know, his, his ERA on the season for Keller, uh, you know, it's 8-6-2. Of course, you know, you could justify that 8-6-2 ERA by small sample size, 31 innings. Or you could also say he's got a batting average on balls in play at 479, which is an egregious number. Like, that's not going to continue. He will see some positive regression. Left on base percentage, Stevie, is 53.6%. Uh, you know, almost half the guys that get on base are scoring. That's just not how that goes down. Uh, his ER, his Sierra is actually 411, which is solid. His XFIP is 414, which is solid as well. Uh, and, you know, we kind of buried the lead. He's facing the Marlins, and he's got legit K upside. This is an actual prospect. It's not a nobody. Uh, and, you know, we've seen him. Uh, he's, he's got those spike games, and this feels like a spike game, and the price is pretty reasonable. I love him as an SB2 if I can get there, you know, kind of get myself Clevenger, uh, and, you know, pair him with Keller. And I think you can get a reasonable amount of bats with uh, a couple arms I love today. Yeah, his contact rate is, you know, kind of what we want to see. The swinging strike rate is high. Um, you know, all, all of his stats, the K ability and all that stuff seem really good on, you know, Mitch Keller. And I think the biggest thing here is we're only looking at like two or three guys that walk on a high rate in this lineup and really no power in this lineup. Like Holiday, like that is your power hitter in this lineup today. Like, realistically it's just it's ugly so you eat the chalk you get different elsewhere and you just play Mitch Keller today but if you do want to pitch up pivot off of Mitch Keller I think Fulton is your pivot you know he has K upside he's facing Toronto this young this team is very talented as far as talent level goes they're just not they're not they're they're a year away you know when we were talking about the blue jays in 2021 we're going to be saying hey this team's really really good they're just not there yet we look at it they have a 28.3 percent k rate everybody in this lineup outside of vlad has a strikeout rate over 25 or 24 percent against right-handed pitching Fulty can get blown up with the best of them but he also has the ability to go out and put up 25 plus point games so if you're looking for a pivot off of Keller or playing them together. There's so many offenses today to pay up for. So, you know, those are definitely the two guys that I'm looking at in this mid-tier for by far. So I'm being told in the chat that apparently Chris Bryant has been scratched and they're asking if I have the RG app. I do have the RG app, but I turn off my notifications for the, I want to be a professional, Stevie. I turn off all my notifications for the, uh, 
for the show. You just uh, put it on vibrate. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I just silence it. I don't know how to just, I guess I suppose I can figure that out, but technology scares me. Um, yeah, get yourself the RG app. It's free. Uh, you get those push notifications, let you know what's going down, especially, I mean, it's great for all seasons, but with basketball source season around the corner, you, it's 100% a, a must uh, download. That's discouraging, by the way. Bryant was one of the guys I liked today. He was too cheap, and we'll talk about that. You know, I want to hear Ross' take on it because I'm not sure if you're taking a peek at the Weather Edge today, if you've seen what's going down as far as Chicago, according to Weather Edge. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to refresh and see if things are changing because the Weather Edge does not agree with the line. And normally Vegas is all over, like, you know, Chicago wind, and they adjust to it appropriately. And it feels like they did not adjust to it appropriately, unless I'm missing something. Because, yeah, uh, based on 103 game, 133 game sample size, according to Weather Edge, we've seen a spike in homers in this particular weather condition at 59.2 percent, a spike in runs at 28.8 percent, an ERA of 28.6 uh, percent as far as a jump there as well, and it's 10 as far as the total. And Felix Hernandez is pitching the on the mound, and it's not like 2011. So this is weird, right? Shouldn't it be higher? Well, I think another thing is, like Roth said in the in his write-up, I don't know if it's updated yet or not, um, he said th throughout the game it's going to kind of shift to across the field, the wind. Uh, so maybe that's why the total's not as high. I like it's, it's Felix Hernandez and John Lester. Like, it's two names, so who knows? Well, they're not they're not name brands anymore. It's just like Cavaricis or something. Like, people still aren't wearing Cavaricis. Is that – do you know Cavaricis? No, no clue. It's a little before your time. You just the showed your age, Dean. <laughs> What's a brand name that like faded out like 10 years ago or so? That, that's basically what these guys are. Lester a little bit better than Felix Hernandez, but, uh, you know, and Felix Hernandez is still only like 33 years old, but, you know, that arm is just beat up. Uh, Going to see what goes down as far as who replaces Bryant. We got the Zorilla back in the lineup. Have you seen that? Ben Zobers is back in our lives. Um, I did see that. She wasn't hurt. He was just dealing with um, marital problems or I guess divorce problems. So um, yeah, it was personal life stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, he realized how much he was going to have to pay, and um, he he decided that he needed to play baseball again. I don't know what I mean. He had his walk up song was his wife's uh, was his wife's music. So I might. Well, I guess he has a new walk up song now. I presume. If I went down the rabbit hole today, if like for like five or ten minutes or so, and uh, it's an interesting <laughs> rabbit hole for sure. Just yeah. Uh, all right, we'll move on from that. Hopefully, he's got his life straight uh, straightened out once again. Um, other pitchers, oh, yeah, I saw his name in the chat. And so Mike Montgomery is going to be really popular as an SB2 because he's super cheap. He's facing, you know, he's facing Detroit. They're terrible. Montgomery's not complete trash. Uh, and he's cheap enough, and he should be, like, okay. And he, in theory, can go six innings. Um, yeah, I'm okay playing some Montgomery because if I want to stack up some big boys, that's, that's the place we're looking, is it not? All right, so here's the thing about Mike Montgomery. He's going to be really, really popular on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. He's probably not going to be as popular on Yahoo. He's a little bit more price-dependent. price, price dependent. Uh, Like, he's 3700 on Yahoo, $37. So I, I don't have an issue playing him over there. I'm going to have some exposure to Mike Montgomery today, but I'm also going to have exposure to the Detroit Bats on teams that I don't have Montgomery. So I love seeing the fact that he's going to be chalk and – we get a low, low-priced Detroit team to kind of break the chalk. So um, I, I think this is a good spot for Mike Montgomery, but I also don't want to go overweight on Mike Montgomery because he's Mike Montgomery and he's going to be 40% owned today. Yeah, uh, but, like, you know, he's probably going to – well, I, 
he's going to get like 12 points or whatever and eke his way there. In theory, he should be okay because uh, Detroit, not particularly good. By the way, just saw the Dodgers lineup. Gavin, Gavin Lux is uh, leading off. Uh, $14 on Yahoo. Uh, he's, he's 2K on FanDuel. He's going to be so chalky uh, on FanDuel, just throwing it out there. Not saying you can't play him, just understand what you're doing and maybe be a little different in other spots. Yeah, very uh, talented prospect. Yeah, we should say that too. He's a legit player. And the Dodgers, that's what they need. They need more, they need more prospects over there in L.A. Yeah, he's speed, speed, power. He's top prospect in the organization. Really good. I have, like, nothing else exciting here to say, but I guess you could play some Kelly against San Diego. I don't know. He's in the – he's kind of in between, uh, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't it's say – Terrible. Play. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> he's not good. <laughs> he's awful. All these guys are, like, not great. Like, what else is there left to talk about? I have a pretty confined – yeah, I have my my pitcher pool is, is like yours. I'm I'm just playing like there's so many offenses that I like today that I'm just you know sticking to the pitchers that I like and just playing them. Um, Ronald Bolanos, um, the Cuban guy, um, top one of the top prospects in the Padres organization. He's just he he's talented, Dean. I just don't know if he's ready. He's making a jump from Double A to to the majors. Like he yeah. never had a Triple A start. They need him to go out and eat innings. Like, I could see it going both ways. I could see him getting blown up here. I can see him going, like, 70, 75 pitches and pitching okay. I don't know if I risk it, but he's just a name, like, if, if you know, Mike Montgomery is going to be 40% owned, this guy's going to be 5%. Maybe maybe I throw a shot if I was playing, you know, 150 teams, but no. Double A this year, he's got 27% as far as his K rate, his walk rate a little too high, but 9.2% as well, and, like, who knows what you're going to get. It's also San Diego who's going nowhere. There's no reason to push him. And we've seen, you know, with guys like, you know, Paddock and other, you know, uh, other guys in their team where they just don't let him go particularly deep. Uh, not that he has to go deep because he's super cheap, but he's probably not going to go like beyond five, maybe six if things go perfectly well. But uh, again, the price is so, so cheap. And I, I don't hate it. I'm not going to tell you you can't play it. And maybe just make a team uh, with Montgomery and just switch out Montgomery and swap in Bellatos. And there you go. Uh, you're a little bit different all of a sudden because – I assume the ownership reflects that uh, Montgomery will be a lot higher owned than Avalados. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. All right. Big difference. Yeah, I have not uh, refreshed on that as far as the ownership, but that makes sense to me. Let's Really, uh, really quick, we had a question in chat about Urias. Urias is only supposed to throw 45 pitches tonight. Yeah, I, I, that's, I saw the same note as well. Um, yeah, don't cross him off the list. Give me a summary as, pitch, uh, as far as pitching. It sounds like we're on the same page, basically. Uh, maybe like it's – between five guys for me, essentially. Yeah, you know, you got the three guys at the top. You got Clevenger, DeGrom, and Flaherty, all very good options. You have Fulton Evich and, and Keller in the middle. You have Mike Montgomery on the bottom. Um, probably the six guys that I'm using with very limited exposure to Flaherty, like my pitcher core, my, my pitching core today is very small. Like if any of those guys get rocked, they get rocked and move on. I'll say this if like uh, I get confirmations up as far as that weather changing in Chicago right around game time. I think Lester is playable uh, in uh, Fandle specifically, where he's pretty cheap, and we know how terrible no, it is. <laughs> I put a caveat on it, Stevie. I said if you know if the weather is actually misleading right now, I want to hear what Roth says on crunch time. They'll be on a crunch time at a six fifteen on the East Coast, along with Cardi, I believe. Seattle is really good against lefties. Do not play Lester. Hold on a second. Uh, but there's a couple speedsters too, uh, which Lester's been better this year against stolen bases. Vogelbach's not in the lineup. They they have one of the kids they called up. He's in the lineup. Like Murphy's in the lineup. Nola's in the lineup. Moore's in the lineup. Like 
Court's not good, by the way. I was looking at Court pre-show. He's not any good. Uh, I wish they, I wish they were switched. I wish Court and Bishop were switched because Bishop's actually shown a little bit of promise in AAA. I think Malix and Gordon are kind of sort of somewhat interesting if they get on base, just as like a side note. Uh, but Lester's only getting up seven stolen base this year. But, I, you know, if I want to stack something up on FanDuel, I, I want Clevenger, of course, but he's pretty pricey over there. You can't only do so much. They have the world of a salary cap, obviously. Who's your favorite chief pitcher on FanDuel, or are you not, are you not playing there today? I do the salary um, relief. Like, I still like probably Fulte. Um, like, if you're going really far down <laughs> – I think I'd even play like Mike Montgomery before I'd play um, John Lester. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to think about it, but I, yeah. I, I honestly, know. like if I'm punting to Lester, give me Merrill Kelly. And I think he sucks. If anybody's ever heard me talk about Merrill Kelly, like. Yeah, I think he's playable over there too. Like, I don't think he's good, but I, I'm with you as well. Uh, just to kind of just basically you're betting on the bats to outperform, uh, you know, the arms. Uh, yeah, we just got a 2K, like, second shortstop, whatever um, Lux is over there on FanDuel. Like, you're probably going to be able to make a, a, a Keller or Fulty work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Keller for sure. I just got to want to go six innings, grab that quality start. You don't necessarily need it, though, because if he strikes out eight in, like, five and a third, I'm good with that anyway. All right, let's talk about the bats. Uh, favorite team, favorite player. Give me a core that we're working with before we go around the horn, give our favorite players in each position. I think my favorite team is probably Minnesota today. Um, ballpark upgrade. They're on the road um, facing Porcello, facing that bad Boston bullpen. Um, I, there's so many cheap guys, but one of the guys that really stands out to me as far as just being like cheap is my boy Austin Nola for Seattle. We just got done talking about them. He has a 339 ISO with a very low strikeout rate, uh, really high hard hit rate. He's been hitting lefties ever since he got called up. Um, really hard to find like splits as far as lefty righties when it comes to minor league stats that you can kind of trust, but everything I've seen on Austin Nola and the fact that he's batting third on the road with wind potentially, you know, I think he's one of my favorite value plays today. As far as catchers, I already touched on it as far uh, for Yahoo say sponsor, but uh, seven bucks for Contreras. Like I don't care what the wind's doing. $7 still minimum. If you're playing cash games over there or optimal play, whatever you want to call it. That's the best play. It's not even close, correct? Yeah, him or Castro, like, you get two good options. McCann was $7, too, and McCann's not in the lineup. So, you get two really good options at $7. I prefer um, Contreras, but Castro's the other guy at $7 that I think you can really look at. You want to pay up at catcher? I think Tom Murphy's the pay up today. He crushes left-handed pitching. We're going to get some wind, even if it's just for the first few innings in this game. Um, we could take advantage of it, you know, with a guy like Murphy. Um, and it looks like it will be Russell in the lineup or Hap. One of those two guys is in the lineup for the Cubs. That wasn't in the lineup for Bryant. I'm clicking the refresh button and I'm seeing Hap here at, uh, at RG. Zobrist, uh, Schwarber, Castellanos, Rizzo, Contreras, Hap, Hayward, uh, and then Russell is uh, what I'm looking at right now. They still have a team total above six, 6.4. Uh, you know, so that's a pretty big number, despite the fact that lineup is uh, without without Bryant, that is not adjusted just yet. And again, the weather as of right now is suggesting some positive stuff going on, but maybe that adjusts later on. And uh, Roth, of course, he usually updates his article right around this time, and again, he'll give you an update, uh, even more up to the update uh, on crunch time later on. Uh, if you guys are premium members, uh, is there anything else of note here to say about catchers? We know the deal. Like you're gonna, they're all kind of sort of terrible to some the, the various degrees. You could spend up to be different in tournaments. 
Uh, if you're stacking up, probably use your uh, catcher from that stack. Is there anything new we should say or just move on to first base? You know, the only other catcher that I think you could look at maybe on Yahoo is just Yasmani Grandal. He's 10 bucks. He's facing Granky. It's a tough matchup, but he's a guy at bat second. He always has, you know, pop. So I think Grandal would be another guy that you could potentially look at at catcher, uh, depending on like if you're taking advantage of playing just like the 10 teams over there on Yahoo or not. All right. We're jumping to first base. Who, uh, who stands out for you? Uh, your boy Nola. I'm not, I, I, I don't want to tilt you or anything here, Stevie, but your boy Nola on Yahoo, unfortunately, a site you cannot play on because of him in Florida. He is the stone minimum. He's seven bucks. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd play him on Yahoo. They're, first base is pretty loaded today. Like, I like the fact that we could kind of play him at second base over on DraftKings. Um, Freddie Freeman and Anthony Rizzo, I feel like, are above the rest by a large margin today. They're in great spots. Freeman's going to get Wilmer Font and then whoever Toronto throws next. I know it's like some young kid that is a pitch-to-contact guy. Um, and then Rizzo gets Felix Hernandez and Roth updated. Um, it says, winds are strong, 15 miles an hour, initially blowing out to right field, but mostly blowing left to right across the ballpark. So we're going to kind of get a mix of blowing out to right and across the ballpark. Still good weather. Um, I, I'm in. Let's, let's do it. It's not like a full-on – 15 miles an hour out to center field Wrigley game, but you know, give me, give me Fre Freeman and Rizzo at the top. I think they're, they're far above the rest today. Yeah. Uh, Freeman feels more like a, uh, a want than a need, but I definitely want them. I don't know if I'm going to splurge you know, to get there, but you know, like you said, you're making 10 lineups. So if I'm making 10 ups today, for sure. Uh, I'm going to grab some Freddie because uh, you know, monster potential there. And you talked about the, the dude that's expected to come in there. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. TJ Zush. Does that sound right to you? Sure. I looked it up. It was, it was a weird name. Like I, I tried to pronounce it on the morning grind and I, I butchered it bad, but he's a, he's a pitch to contact. He's terrible. He's, he's not good. He struggled in triple a, like he's just in there to eat innings today. I was just going to ask you, Stevie, you're talking about the breaking bad in the chat. You've still yet to see, we had this conversation before. You've never seen it, correct? Never seen breaking bad. Despite my, I yell, I, I, didn't, I don't say I yelled. I gave a very strong recommendation last time we did a show. I said you should start this immediately, and you said not nah, wave. I'd have to start it like in the fall. I don't have a lot of shows going on in the fall. Like right now, I have Big Brother going on. There's a bunch of stuff going on like that. We like me and my wife wa like watch TV together at night, and like it's our two or three hours together. So maybe in the fall, but you know I'm gonna have a, a, a newborn then, so who knows? Ah, yeah, there you go. That's. And Big Brother is a big undertaking. That's like three hours of a commitment a week, right? Something like that. Oh, yeah. I watch live shows, too, when I'm prepping for the podcast and stuff. I'll have the live feeds up. <laughs> That's you got so to stay on top of it. I don't like this season. Not like this season a big All you guys love that. Um, it just feels like such a big undertaking. I can't, I can't take that on. But uh, I'm sure it's good times. Um, I watch a bunch of different shows right now. So. Yeah, I just they're talking about Breaking Bad. I'm very excited about the Breaking Bad movie coming out in a month or so. Uh, I didn't know I wanted it, but now I want opening it. Opening night, Dean? Opening night? What's opening night? Are you? Are, will you be somebody that goes opening night? What? Do we, it's going to be on Netflix, so I, I will be oh, firing it uh, off. Yeah, like definitely watching it right when it comes out. Absolutely, I'm, uh, that's my prime time anyway. Like at midnight, I'm, I'm most attentive like at midnight. This is like the <laughs> I'm taking it at four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, all right, anything else at first base that's worth a note here? You want to jump to second base, the old keystone position? Um, he's not a like Brandon Dixon. I, again, like if you're not playing Montgomery, he's going to be very popular. So to get leverage like Dixon, we know he has some power. Um, 
you know, you can always make an argument for Paul Goldschmidt against Derek Rodriguez. Like that three-man St. Louis stack, really not a bad idea on the back end of a stack today. So I don't hate that. Um, I think that's it, though. Nobody else really is standing out to me. CJ Crone is fine if you're stacking Minnesota and want to make it different. Second base? Second base. Um, Got to switch my page over here. Um, I like Ozzy Albies a lot. Again, you're going to see a common – like theme with my picks today i love love the braves um albies and donaldson are way too cheap on DraftKings today like donaldson should be the one of the first guys in your cash lineup today but you know we have lux who's really cheap um like yahoo's the only site that i see in that it's like you actually have to make a decision like am i going to play lux or am i going to play albies um or even like a whit merrifield whit merrifield gonna get those first first at bat against like uh daniel norris so like he gets an upgrade there so um Colton Wong, probably too expensive on Yahoo, but I don't hate him as part of like a three-man St. Louis stack on DraftKings. Um, but yeah, like second base, good position to save some money. Um, Austin Nola on DK as well. So uh, we haven't really talked about that specifically, but if you fire up the old, uh, you know, the plate IQ as far as TT Gonzalez, uh, his numbers are a disaster specifically. He doesn't discriminate. Righties, lefties, doesn't matter. But specifically, the home road, he sucks everywhere. Anywhere on the moon. Well, actually, the moon probably even worse, right? With the no gravity. You just bump the ball and it's just going to go. But uh, the WOBA is 441. The ISO is 295 versus lefties. It's, you know, small samples, but it's what we have 78 at bats, the 92 at bats versus righties. He's terrible there as well, too. And, you know, it's not a great ballpark in there on the West Coast. But, uh, Stevie, if you're making 10 lineups tonight, uh, stack the Dodgers in one of them. Yes. I stack the Dodgers every day, Dean. Like, okay. <laughs> come on, Dean. Oh, is, is Jock in there? Because he got hurt he last not, night. He got hurt last night. Yeah. That's why Lux is batting leadoff. He got hurt because he was, uh, he hurt himself straining or jogging around the bases, right? Because he banged out a couple. No, of he, he robbed a home run and got hurt. Is that what happened? I didn't see that. I was thinking. Yeah, he like hurt his rib area robbing a home run last night after he hit his two home runs. Yeah, and he almost hit three. Um, for what yeah, he, he's locked in at the plate, and of course he gets hurt. Like, it was, it was the time to jump all over Jock, and he got hurt. Yeah, well, and he, you know, they're locked into the playoffs also. They're, they're, just, they're just kind of like in the, uh, what is that called? They're in cruise control. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Houston and Dodgers, World Series. Let's just, let's just go. Why, why are we dragging it out? I mean, it's not basketball where you kind of sort of know who's going to be in the finals, but Houston just seems like so much better than everybody else. And I guess the Dodgers too, right? Like, but if that's probably not going to happen. Like oh no you know it's baseball and you know you have to play the seven game series and like anything can happen with pitching so yeah okay third base hot corner fire away uh donaldson i already got done i just got done saying it like he's really really cheap uh today um even at 21 dollars, i think he's in play um honestly though on yahoo if i'm paying 21 dollars, i'm playing devers you know who whatever a dobnik is like Devers is obviously the guy over there. Um, But, yeah, I like third base a lot today, Dean. I like Kyle Seager on St. Louis – or Seattle, sorry. Um, Lefty-lefty matchup, going to be really low-owned. But Seager's hit lefties his whole career. Lester has struggled with lefties this year. Doesn't really have that out pitch. He doesn't really have that swinging high strike pitch against lefties this year. So, like, Kyle Seager, if you're making, like, a three-man Seattle stack, don't forget to include him. Um, Escobar – Turner third base is a good spot to pay up today I don't really see a ton of cheapies but you know Manny Machado at $13 on Yahoo against um Stink Stink Kelly like is fine hey have you seen Josh Dongleton have you seen his uh new home run celebration no he has a new one 
It's awesome. Like, okay, so you know his nickname is the Bringer of Rain. He's called Bringer of Rain yes. on Twitter. Okay, so he kind of sort of steals E5, Emma Kanashiyon with the, with the parrot. But he, what he does, he kind of does like a parrot thing, but he's not, it's not for a parrot. He's holding an umbrella. So he holds the umbrella around the bases. <laughs> and then when he got in the, when the dugout, Fultonevich handed him an umbrella and he's, he's running through the dugout with an umbrella. Amazing. I love it. Oh, hey, we, you know, a home run is happening tonight. Let's have They're a good time. Much Let's fun. enjoy baseball. Like all these guys have their own special uh, home run. So it's not easy to do to bang up all over the fence, you know? Uh, Braves are cruising right now too. The Braves are crushing. Like the Braves are the only team that has a legit chance of being catching the Dodgers in the NL for best record. So uh, I actually have it in front of me. Yeah, the Dodgers are 104 and 58. The Braves are 91 and 64. Both locked into the playoffs, obviously, unless something completely insanely goofy happens. But that's not going to happen. 99 percentile as far as making the playoffs. But uh, there you go. We're seeing uh, what is Devin dropping in the chat for us? Oh, Slate IQ. Did you prompt that, or Devin's just kind of having some fun there? He's just having some fun. Like, he, he's teaching a new guy. He, he's just trying to be proactive. Oh, and he's just surprised we, don't, surprised we don't have, like, 50 things of Yahoo questions in the chat already. They're coming. Don't worry. They'll be on layaway. Not Yahoo, but YouTube. But, you know, they might be about Yahoo, specifically. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks to his favorite shows. And to no surprise, the great baking British show is on the board. There you go. Wait, King of the Hill? I would not have guessed that. All right. Jump to shortstop. Uh, Corey Seager, you know, staying with the Seager th- theme, staying with the Dodgers theme. Polanco and Seager are my top two shortstops today. Um, you can make an argument for Francisco Lindor. Um, you can always make an argument for Brent Bregman. You know, we really haven't talked about Houston a lot. Lyles is not a terrible pitcher. He's much better than what he showed at the beginning of the year. Um, DeJong, if you're making that St. Louis stack, like I was talking about earlier, um, there's one more. Oh, Dylan Moore for Seattle. If you're making that stack, I think he's in play. He hits the ball in the air a lot, you know, if the wind is going to be a thing today. So, yeah, um, Mondesi is back. Mondesi is your FanDuel play today, Dean. He's oh, yeah. Lock it up. 3,100 on FanDuel. So, um, you know, he's just they, – they, they just mispriced him. So, you know, you can play him over there. Yeah, they're uh, concerting an NFL or something like that. Somebody hit the wrong button. Like, he came back from the DL, so – Maybe that's an excuse, but that happened over the weekend. And like, there might be some hesitations. Like this is a speedster. And I think it was a shoulder injury. Uh, he went out and swiped three backs instantly. So uh, really, really he strong. But I was just going to say, he wouldn't be back if he's not ready. Like they're out of the playoff hunt. He's one of their talented young kids, like no chance. All right. Uh, let's jump to the outfield. And like you said, there's going to be some questions. Well, plenty of time for questions. Load up some questions there in the chat. Uh, if you guys are on YouTube, fire away. Devin's going to go ahead and pull those and throw them in the Roto-Grinders chat. If you guys are in the Roto-Grinders chat, as is, fire, as is, fire those as well. We're going to do a screen share, too. We'll see what's going down as far as the lineup HQ. Uh, what do you have for me uh, for, uh, for uh, outfield today? I'm just going to do it by team. I like Minnesota outfielders. I like the Red Sox outfielders. I like the Dodgers outfielders, um, the Cubs outfielders, the Mariners outfielders. Like I, Mike Trout's cheap um Mookie Betts is cheap yeah it's just outfield really is just like who am I stacking and I'll, I'll get probably one to one or two of those guys with my stack like you know it's just an absolutely loaded position today um as far as value Jason Hayward is he, he's not in the lineup is he, he fell he's down he's batting seventh so I I, I would yeah. I would slightly pick, he takes a hit for me um, I was waiting to see, I was hoping that we were going to get the Padres lineup, but if Nick Martini is batting second, you know, he's kind of a value play you could potentially look at. 
Chris Davis against the reverse splits, Jaime Barria, um, you know, Chris Davis is, was looking a little bit better before he um, went on baby leave. Matt Joyce is batting fifth, another Braves player um, that's cheap. Josh Rojas um, is just an absolute stud so far since getting called up. He's still $7 on Yahoo. So we have so much value at outfield, so much value in the infield in certain spots that, again, it's just not going to be that hard today to get those pitchers that you want. Rojas is 2-8 on DK as well. You mentioned him being cheap on Yahoo. Like Betts is $21 over there on Yahoo. He's like 8-9. Uh, he's less than 9K on Fantasy Draft. He's 4-9 on DK, which is egregious. Trout is like 8-9 or 8-7 on Fantasy Draft, which is just goofy. I don't understand that one either. Uh, you know, I meant to talk about that. I'm glad you brought it up as far as Jaime Berea's reverse splits. Uh, I like the righty power. Like even Canna's playable. You know, Chris Davis, I'm okay firing him out there today. Uh, and Chapman as well. Uh, just love that righty power on the Oakland side. The ballpark stinks. Nobody's going to play him. Uh, you know, West Coast team. Uh, I think you're going to be pretty much buried in, the, in, in this uh, today's slate. Uh, who's the guy, the power guy for San Diego has basically like been out of the lineup like three of the last four times. I'm not sure if it's a contract thing or, you know, they just they want to see the young guys, like you said, Martini. But, oh, I'm forgetting the dude's name. The guy has a ton of power, but he's probably not going to be there once again. Uh, no San Diego lineup just yet. Um, Sobers is leading off, but he's, you know, besides coming back from his personal issues, he's also terrible. Just, to, you know, he's not good. You're talking anymore. about Renfro, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Thank you. Why couldn't I think of that guy's name? Yeah, like, what do you need to see from, like, a um, Naylor, but whatever. I mean, he's a prospect, but, yeah. Uh, I think it's Martini playing for Renfro. I think that's what's happening. One of those two guys is playing for him, and they're just playing the young guys. I was thinking maybe Renfro is something in his contract where they're just being cheap. I don't know if that's the case. No clue. Uh, or, like, he, he has incentives, because I know he's getting – I think he's getting close to 30 home runs, isn't he? Yeah, that, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe he has something in his contract like that, and – you know, uh, maybe he's on the last year of his contract and they know he's, he's probably not going to get picked up because they don't play him every day. <laughs> By the way, we should know, like we've talked very little about that Houston Milwaukee game. Uh, just throwing it out there. A lot of talented players. We've mentioned a couple names in passing, but for the most part, collectively, you know, Springer, uh, Jordan's not in that game, right? Yeah. So Jordan's going to pinch hit at some point, you know, they're in a national ballpark. He's not a great fielder. He's a big boy. Uh, so just be aware that's going to happen. There'll probably be a double swap too. Uh, Grisham did crack the leadoff spot. You don't really want to pick on Granke, but he's pretty cheap. And, of course, Yelich. Uh, we talk about all these other guys being uh, underpriced. Trout is underpriced. Betts is underpriced. Jenny Martinez, I think, is underpriced. Uh, Yelich is priced where he should be, and he's got a tough matchup for Granke. And all that says is that Yelich is probably going to be less than 5% owned, and he's the second-best bet. Well, third-best player in baseball? It's arguable. He's on the family food board. Yep. Uh, give me uh, – let's, let's do the screen share. Let's go ahead and see what's uh, – What's going down screen share wise again in a second, we're going to knock out all your questions. Devin's going to load them up, but we're going to step aside in about 10 minutes or so before uh, crunch time. Roth will tell you what's going down weather-wise in Chicago. Definitely the two minutes for that because I want to know precisely when that wind's going to turn. Let me know, Roth. Uh, we're doing a refresh uh, here on lineup HQ, Stevie, because I want to see uh, what we're looking at as far as pitchers, as far as ownership, and they're always constantly updating it. So let's get the most up-to-date update. Let's see what's going down as far as umpire data. Uh, any any extremes today? I feel like I saw. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the only extreme there's two: um, extreme hitters umpire in Boston, Minnesota game, and a really good pitchers umpire in the Cubs, uh, Seattle game. Yes, uh, that's exactly what I have as well. No uh, umpire data just yet for Berea and Fires for what it's worth because that's a a West Coast game. Uh, as far as the K props, I believe oh, I, I saw earlier that Clevenger was the highest guy and. 
I'm not going to disagree with that. That that perfectly works with me. Uh, the caper, yeah. So Clevenger, this is amazing. Uh, Scherzer, I don't think has one because they don't really know where he's at yet. So there's no Scherzer, uh, you know, total as far as his K's. But Degrom at seven and a half, Flaherty at seven and a half, and Clevenger at nine and a half. And I'm not going to disagree. We're good with that, right? Yeah, I'm okay with all those. The one that really stands out to me, like if I'm making a prop bet today, Mitch Keller, um, his prop is five and a half. Like, give me that one. That That's okay. the one that I want to take advantage of. And it's only like, the last time I checked, it was like minus 114. So, like, it's nice. It's a, it's a really good prop. Minus 113 is what's, what I'm seeing as well. And if I was a uh, Tennessee, get on it, man. Tennessee, soon enough, is going to have uh, uh, gambling. Uh, so, we're looking forward to that, sports gambling. I want to bet some NFL. I want to bet some props. That'll be good times. Hopefully, by the end of the year, give or take, we shall see. Uh, ownership, as of right now, it's been adjusted. We have Montgomery now at the highest zone. Uh, spot at 33%, then Clevenger at 32, Flaherty at 20, Folty at 18. Um, yeah, your boy DeGrom right now is 12%. I guess you like you like seeing that. I do. Hate to see it. <laughs> Give me a – well, we'll keep this up as we're talking. Sure, why not? But let's knock out, uh, let's knock out some uh, stacks today. Uh, three guys that are going to go yard. Of course, uh, people are paying attention. I would imagine Seattle's one of those. Uh, give me a couple stacks if you like just to reiterate, and three guys that are banging one out. And it's been requested, Stevie. They want a jack in a bag. Who's going to bang one and swipe one? All right. Um, before I do that, really quick, you were just talking about sports betting. Um, if you don't have the Sharp Side app for some odd reason, we have this Vegas Insider contest. Like, we're partnering with Vegas Insider. They're, they're part of Better Collective now. Um, and we have a pro football handicapping challenge. So go check that out. It's like sharpside.com slash Vegas Insider. Uh, maybe Devin will link it. Anyway, um, as far as – Oh, man. As far as home runs, like, give me Freeman, Donaldson, and Albies. I'm going to take three Braves. All three of them are going to homer today. There you uh, go. Jack, Jack in the bag. Um, Jack in the bag is tough today. Um, I pulled up the plate IQ premium leaderboards as far as most likely to steal a base, and Modesty is number one, then Turner. I just don't think Turner is going to take the Grom yard necessarily. Maybe Whit Merrifield as a potential Jack in the bag? Give me Lux. Jack in the bag. First game. I like it. He has uh, raw power and speed. Like, why not? Okay, so let's knock out some questions here in chat. Uh, FanDuel cash, Donaldson, Turner, or Chapman? So I wouldn't take Tur- Turner's out because he's facing DeGrom. We love those reverse splits on Chapman. Donaldson we like as well. I think you're going Donaldson, right? Yeah, I thought that, yes. <laughs> I, I thought that Turner was Justin Turner. So oh, I would rank that. Right. I would rank it Donaldson, Justin Turner, Chapman. Like the way that the question was said is with the way I would rank those guys. You're you're 100 correct. There's yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. Most Trey Turner. Um, all right. So this is a good question, and I think I have an answer to this. Do switch hitters always do lefty versus righty, or righty versus lefties, or do they actually ch- choose based on pitcher splits? We never see that. I have one exception for you. I think uh, you probably remember this because it was uh, when he was on for Boston. Remember the flying Hawaiian, Shane Victorino? Shane Victorino. And I think part of that was because, like, he was injured. Like, one of his shoulders might have been hurting. But he was a switch hitter that he was hitting terribly on one side. And I don't think it had anything to do with the pitcher splits, to be fair. Like, reverse splits. We don't really see that, right? I don't think we see that. Yeah, because he finished his career by just hitting one side of the plate. I think it was more of just he, he finally gave up switch hitting. Okay, so I don't have an answer. As far as we know, like, that, no hitters adjust. I don't think it's ever happened. If it, if it that has happened, it's under my radar. Interesting question, though. Um, that's all I got for you. Shane Victorino, the flying Hawaiian. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. And, like, I can't 
of a guy in baseball that batted lefty against lefty and righty against righty. So, um, by the way, you know, you talked about you uh, deleted the email. You saved me there because I totally forgot about the Vegas Insider promo. And, you know, I, I was uh, on the RG, you know, Slack today. I'm like, I wanted a, I want to get in a picks pool. I want to get like in a survivor pool. Those are a lot of fun. I'm trying to get in one. And so, you know, they sent me that link. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this. $10,000. It doesn't cost anything to play. And I'm looking to play in some, uh, you know, cash flows. And uh, we'll see how that goes down. That's Survivor is a lot of fun for the NFL. Do you, are, you, are you a fan of this uh, format? Yeah, we have a we have a huge survivor um, that we do with a bunch of friends. It's like it's a thousand bucks, and ten of us split it, and like it's it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, oh. paid out like um, eight eight hundred thousand or something last year or something like that. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah. All right, I'm sure that was reported too. Whoever won it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm sure it was. I didn't win, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to out anybody. That's a big number. I would have reported it, Dean. So of course, that's yeah. Uh, is Lux chalky? He's a hundred percent chalky on Fanduel. He'll be chalky everywhere. He's thirty five hundred on DraftKings. Like, I think he's fourteen you know. on Yahoo. Is he gonna be, how chalky he'll be on Yahoo? Somewhat. But he, like, played, he played yesterday. That was my bad. I did not play baseball yesterday. I was getting ready for the storm and all that stuff. So did not play baseball yesterday. Slept through the early slate. Um, he'll be popular. He's only thirty five hundred. Uh, does the weather edge to bats scare you off Clevenger? Uh, no. How about yourself? No, like, I think the weather edge is important, like, to look at. It's part of your research process. Just, you know, you weigh it how you want to weigh it. But at the end of the day, they got to hit the ball. And, you know, maybe Clevenger gives up two or three home runs in this game, but he probably still strikes out 10 plus. So I will say it is concerning that the wind is blowing straight out the center. Like, that, that's always concerning. Well, they, step one is hit the ball, and that's a problem for step one for those, those White Sox guys. It doesn't matter what the wind is if you're not hitting the ball. Uh, and I pulled it up. It's not the monster sample that we have in Chicago. And, again, the weather might adjust in Chicago, so be warned on that. Uh, find out what Roth has to say in premium. Uh, 63 games, we see a spike of 25.2% as far as homers, a spike in runs at 33.7%, and an ERA spike as well at 35.8%. But, again, not a monster sample, but the wind is blowing out, so that does make sense. Uh, Martini or Zobrist? Yeesh. Zobrist. Oh, yeah. I mean, I the wind. it's blowing out to right. Zobrist is a lefty. Play the wind game. <laughs> They're asking me about getting audited. Have you ever been audited before? I've been audited just randomly. Nothing happened. Um, that was clean. I have not. My dad's business has. Um, yeah. And it was just, it was filing error. It was weird. But yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, do no, we... I pay to get all my stuff done. Like, <laughs> I want nothing to do with that stuff. Just tell me how much I need to write a check for. Yeah, I got a guy too, a uh, college buddy of mine, and hopefully he knows what he's doing. Uh, do we need an ace for cash on DK or can we rock with Keller and Montgomery and get bats? I would not do that. Uh, I, I like that combination for tournaments, uh, but I think you can get a nice balance. I, I, look, I don't plan on doing that. How about yourself? I'm not playing a ton of cash. I'm only playing the big 50-50s on DK. That's it. How about yourself? Uh, would you rock a cash game lineup on DK? With We like Keller. I know you don't like Montgomery. It's on. Um, I would get a DeGrom or a Clevenger in cash. And depending on what you want to do with your SP2, whether it be um, Keller or, or Montgomery, I think either one of those options. It, the thing is, like with Rojas and with Lux, you know, you're, you're saving – there's two positions you know you're playing in cash games. Then you add in Donaldson, uh, who's underpriced, in my opinion, at 4,400. Like, 
it just all kinds of starts fitting together. Like I, I build a cash type lineup um, every day just to, you know, make a main lineup. And like, I have a high end pitcher in mind. Yeah. So Clevenger and Montgomery on DK, you could pair those guys together and you have 4.1 and change per stick. And then you, there's already those value guys. So look, uh, I, you're going to have an awesome lineup with just those two guys, but I just feel like Clevenger is going to put up like a 30 spot and I want it. And Keller could put up 30 as well. And I, I'm probably going to have, I'm definitely going to have Clevenger and Keller together. Uh, just going optimal, not optimal necessarily, but going for a big pitcher score and hopefully those value plays work out for us. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about Minnesota for whatever reason, just sort of worked out that way. But, you know, nobody's banging more homers ever in a season. And they still have almost a month left uh, to add to that total. And they're facing Porcello, who's like, man, uh, one of the reasons why they're not making the playoffs, I suppose you could make an argument. Uh, Minnesota or Boston, if you're going to stack one of those, who are you stacking? I said Minnesota is my favorite stack on the slate. I like Minnesota a lot today. Um, they're, 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 they're definitely a stack that I'll be playing quite a bit. Um, yeah. All right. We got a two or three, four. step aside and get out of here and make way for crunch time. Uh, Martini and Mondesi versus Zobrist and Murphy. I'm not sure where you're playing, but if you're playing on Fandle, like Mondesi is just a great play. You can, of course, get off that in tournaments, but if you're playing cash, uh, just the Mondesi side. Uh, Martini, Which Mondesi, Zobrist, and Murphy. Which Murphy? I, guess, I mean, I'm thinking Tom Murphy? Maybe that's a utility spot play? I'm not sure. Dale, I'll I'll play the first one, but I do like Tom Murphy if if it is Tom Murphy. But Martini Mondesi is just a their their pricing is just that's a higher floor. Yeah, and I guess that means Martini's in the lineup. Uh, I have not seen the San Diego's lineup out just yet. Hit the old refresh button. I would assume he cracked it. If not, you know, don't play Martini, but definitely play Mondesi if you're playing cash. Not saying it's cash. Stevie, finish strong. Uh, tell us something about the slate you haven't said just yet, or reiterate one more point before you step aside and make way for crunch time. Uh, Braves score 15 runs tonight. There's my strong take. Um, Braves are going to go bonkers tonight. And the only bad thing about it is they're all going to get pinch hit for at the end of the game, but we're going to get our points way before then. Keller strikes out 10. That's my bold call. He's Stevie. I'm Dean. Enjoy your baseball. We're out of here. Oh.